Okay. Hi, welcome to the Real Mamas of Modoc. I'm here with Jennifer Holmes. She's been an RN for nine years. She specializes in childbirth education and is a lactation counselor. She has three kids, a 16-year-old boy, a seven-year-old girl, and a three-year-old boy. So her span of, uh, what is it called? Expertise? Experience? <laughs> it's quite wide. And um, she works here at Public Health as a public health nurse, and she's been teaching the birthing classes for four years. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, Mandy. I feel like we're in like some kind of like convention or something, but... <laughs> <laughs> so Mandy is here with me. She has been teaching childbirth classes with me for what a year and a half now? Um, I think about a year. Yeah. She has two daughters that are five and three. And if you know Mandy, Mandy is like the go-to person in the community. <laughs> she knows everybody and anybody and she can hook you up. Um, but I can't she- remember your name, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> But you won't know it. She won't talk. <laughs> she spends her time subbing in the preschools, volunteering in her daughter's classes, and she is also part of PTO. And I bet you're thinking right now, like, what else does this woman do? She also is um, part of the ladies' golf club. And like I said, if you need anything in the community, Mandy can help you up. <laughs> So we decided to start our this little podcast because we can't do our normal birthing class that um, we were doing last year, where normally the pregnant ladies and their husbands or boyfriend or mom, whoever's with them, come to the class and learn about pregnancy and babies and birth and all the techniques, right? Yeah. So we thought we put this podcast together. And we'll put a couple, like, videos, too, on Facebook for, like, different techniques on childbirth and stuff like that that you cannot explain um, just verbally. you got to see it in person. So we'll put that up. And then we also have goodies. So if you know me, like, I am the boob lady. <laughs> Everyone knows how many boobs I have in my office. So um, we have a really nice breast pump to be able to give away. For anyone who listens to three of our podcasts, and we're going to do it February 3rd, the first Wednesday of February, and we're going to put a little questionnaire together, and you just have to answer the question, and each week your um, response will be put into a raffle, and you'll get a free breast pump. Yeah, so um, you just need to kind of actually listen, and uh, we'll ask you a question or survey at the end of it, and then... um, We'll give you our email and um, a phone number. So whichever, whatever you're listening on, if you're listening on your cell phone, you can just text us the answer real quick. Or if you're listening on your car, your um, computer, you can email us, whatever's the easiest for you. Yeah, or put it up on our Facebook, on our Modoc Mommy Talks Facebook group. Just put a little comment or message us so nobody else can cheat. Yes, message us. (laughs) No cheaters. Come on now. No cheaters. Also, um, so this is working towards uh, just like the birthing class, we have the stroller and car seat combo, um, which are are really nice. They're the jogging strollers, which you need in Alturas. And 
before the way that it would work is Jennifer, you have like a checklist, right? Yeah. So there was like nine things, but you only have to complete six. And they're really easy things to do while you're pregnant. It's not hard. It's just normal pregnancy care. And one of them is our childbirth class, which COVID has totally destroyed. (laughs) So this would count as um, part of that um, childbirth credit. Yeah. And there's also like little things like going to the dentist and um, going going to your OB appointments or something, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, Things that, that you should be doing anyways, but this kind of holds you accountable to actually get it done. And you can earn this stroller. Yeah, so if you're interested in that, um, give me a call at Public Health, and um, I'll send you the checklist, and you just fill it out, and we can get a stroller in a car seat. It's really awesome. Jennifer, what's the phone number to Public Health to reach you? It is 530-233-6311. Good job. (laughs) So, we touched all of that stuff. So this is who our, like, People that we're reaching out to um, is going to be like obviously the pregnant ladies because they're the ones that want to know about birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the ladies that don't want to get pregnant, but maybe you don't know all the ways or where you can get all the products or birth control or like what your options are. Um, ladies that are trying to get pregnant, even like you know we've got married we want to start a family we're not getting it done the first month <laughs> like what <laughs> you do you know do? and uh, it can take you a while sometimes maybe um we might have some people that have uh, experience on here or have some phone numbers or something like that because i know that sometimes that can be something that you feel alone with yeah. you know and you don't really want to tell anybody or you don't want to talk about it you just you just want a baby mm-hmm. <laughs> So I feel like you don't really want to just ask anybody for phone numbers or it's it's almost a private thing. Right. You know? Yeah. We're going to talk about loss too, pregnancy loss, um, difficulty um, conceiving because that happens too. And then the emotions that run along with it. You know, you're not alone. Like Mandy and I throughout our lifetime have been through a lot of different things that we'll touch on, but we'll bring experts in here too to talk about it and talk about local resources, but not only mommy baby issues, like we'll talk about parenting and, and COVID and like menopause and hormones and marriage or the lack thereof. Right. (laughs) And we really love it that, you know, it's Modoc. So we, we live in like the last frontier. It's not like living in Reading or, we have a doctor around the corner or yeah. everything at your fingertips. Yeah, we need to be here for each other because we are in the last frontier. We're here for each other. So we made this podcast to really get that information out and be a support system to everybody here locally. But, you know, if it goes crazy and we become, like, popular and, like... <laughs> Super famous. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, those Modoc girls that become podcast famous. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, so, I was thinking about this today. And did you... I'm pretty sure we must have done this together because we've been friends since middle school. Yeah. And I remember doing this with, like, my friend Steph and Jess and my friend Brayte. Mm-hmm. We would 
do radio shows or like sing songs and record ourselves. Like I kind of feel like this is a childhood dream come true. I don't know. <laughs> we were like in drama club in like eighth grade. <laughs> I mean, we probably have stories you probably don't want to hear about, but they were funny to us. Okay. <laughs> so moving on, Jennifer. Yes, Mandy. Do you have any topics that you would like to bring up for today's session? You know, I do. So I have, like I said, I have a 16-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 3-year-old. My 16-year-old, he potty trained, and it was like one nighttime accident, and then poof, he was perfect. Like nighttime, <laughs> daytime, everything was great. My daughter, who is 7, she was like easy too. Once she decided that she wanted to be potty trained, we had no nighttime accidents. Now, I don't know if it's the youngest youngest child syndrome. I don't know. But my three-year-old, who will be four next month, was very hard to potty train. He is finally daytime potty trained. Um, but his preschool teachers can tell you that the pooping thing at preschool is not very um, good. It has recently, so let's cross our fingers. Um, but like the wiping or I think so because yeah. he said he doesn't want to get poop on his hand. <laughs> so I think it is the lack of wiping and not just pooping uh -huh. in his pants. But like his preschool teacher said that she asked him, she goes, Do you really like to poop in your pants? He goes, Well, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Poor kid, but but it's the nighttime thing. And, um, you know, I've heard the stories about don't let him have anything to drink and wake him up at night. So I said last night, okay, I'm going to wake him up when I go to bed. He goes to bed at 8. And then I woke him up at 11, and literally I thought I was pulling teeth. Like, he was crying, yeah. didn't want to do this. And I'm like, why am I stressing myself out and doing this? <laughs> like, do I need to be concerned? Like, help me out, Mandy. I don't know. See, like, and I know that that's an issue for a lot of parents. I, I feel like it's, and it's a lot older than just three years old too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's at that point where you feel like you just do everything. Cause I never had to like Natalie, she's my hard one to train. And when we go to bed at night, I don't, I don't cut back on the water or anything like that. Cause I'm a huge water drinker. We're constantly drinking water. We have a big jug next to the bed and we go through that throughout the night. We'll wake up and our like mouths are all cottony and like kind of drink up on the water. <laughs> and like, I don't ever cut them off. I mean, I do say like only a drink, you don't get a whole mm -hmm. gulp. Like, but, um, I feel like we just go pee right before bedtime mm -hmm. and you have to, there's no ands, ifs or what's about it. You mm -hmm. have to go pee, even if it's just a dribble, you know, but then, um, they get up pretty early too. We get up at, um, six, no, five o'clock. No, I get up at five. They get up at six. Okay. And so, but, so I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just not as long of a night. Cause when do you think that he pees? Does he pee like more in the morning? Like, so when he wakes up, because it wakes him up because he's well, wet, good. you know, like if we don't put um, a pull up on him, he wakes up and he knows he's peed and he'll tell me, I'm sorry, I peed my mm -hmm. bed and I feel so bad. And then we have to go through the whole change the clothes mm -hmm. and then he'll sleep in our bed, which I got to break that <laughs> one too. But um, 
And I'd say that's it's a like, whole another podcast there. Yeah, that's a whole podcast. <laughs> that's a whole another hour of talking about. But it's like two, three in the morning. Because when I woke him up last night about eleven, he was dry. Okay. But I know that if he waits, it'll be like two or three in the morning when if he didn't have a diaper on, he would come in our room. But I pulled put a pull up on him mm-hmm. and he slept all night in his own room. After about twenty five minutes of this horrible trying to force my child to pee and I don't even think that's even possible (laughs) I was like turning the water on I was even bragging when you're screaming like that really hard. I think I'm traumatizing him (laughs) I'm like maybe this is even worse like the other night I did have to wake Natalie up off the couch and I was like you have to pee before we go to bed because I do not want to pee be bed and she's like just like I don't have to and fighting it I'm like okay that is fine but you have to sit on the potty. Like that's all you have to do is just sit there. Don't pee. Just sit there, please. Mm-hmm. You know. And she was like, "Fine. Look, I don't have to pee." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh huh." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, um, but she's very stubborn like that, very hard headed, and Ooh. like so. It's just like you can't let her be wrong. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. she's got to be right, you know. So, or like, we've got to meet that happy medium, and I am, I have to be right, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's really hard for me to be like, okay, let's let's think of a different way to say this so that you think it's your idea or you think mm-hmm. you're winning, you know? Because um, she is just that way, and if we don't, we have the scream fights, and but mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know how, because I, okay, here's my, um, what do you call it, admission, or, <laughs> so I still sleep with my kids, and so it, I can tell when they have to pee, and when they're sleeping, because wow. they'll start, like, rolling around, and they'll get fidgety, like, they'll be sleeping hard, and all of a sudden, they're just kind of, like, tossing and turning, and so then I'm like, hey, you got to go pee-pee? And, like, they're already sort of awake at that point. Mm-hmm. And so then you get up and you take them in there. If you wake them up from a dead sleep, I can totally see. Like, I hate getting woke up in a dead sleep. You are just disoriented. Anthony's got a pager. And that thing will go beep, 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 beep in the middle of the night. And it's like, whoa, oh, what's going on? You know, and so then you get all discombobulated, mm-hmm. you know. So I get it. And when you're a kid, like, it's even worse. You don't even know how to control any feelings yet or anything like that. So I don't know if you, like, you said he still sleeps with you once in a while. I don't know. I feel like one step at a time. You can't do everything. You can't break him up with thumb sucking and get out of the bed and control this potty, you know, Mm -hmm. bedwetting thing. One thing at a time Mm -hmm. and conquer that. Once that is, like, good, mm-hmm. then focus on the others. Yeah. You know? I, I was doing some research today because I was like, well, I better come prepared for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and they were saying, like, you know, having the multi-layers of the bed, like, mm-hmm. um, the plastic sheet and then, like, you know, that super absorbent, like, pad and then doing a plastic sheet on that and then a sheet. So if they pee the bed, you can take one layer off. And then put them back to bed. Yeah, so you don't have to do laundry right away or go yeah. searching for the sheets. Or yeah. That's a little overkill. Like, I never did that. I mean, because, like, 
most of the pee is like on them. Yes, true. And like, like it gets the top sheet. And I mean, depending on if they went pee before they went to bed or not, mm-hmm. and how much they have to drink. But like, really, it's just mostly all over them, and it gets on the like sheet that they're on and stuff. But because mm-hmm. like that top stuff that's the one that I'm like ah I just washed this comforter and that takes forever to wash forever to dry because I like hang spread all the chairs out and hang the comforters Mm -hmm. but um now I feel like putting just not even full sheets just that they make those like pee pee pads because they kind of look like dog pads and I bet you dog pads would work too probably I think they sell them at like the stores Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know in hospitals they have those they call them chucks for yeah, the bed. Yeah, and you I probably can, have good access to that. And you can buy those too. So. Yeah. I mean, and then that, then all you have to worry about is the top stuff and just always have like an extra one mm-hmm. of those like under the bed. I have some like baskets that I put under the beds that mm-hmm. have all that stuff just in case because Natalie will still once in a while, but right. it's, it is nice having them sleep with me. I can tell mm-hmm. if they start tossing and turning, they gotta go. Right. Um, so we had a um, a comment on our Facebook page about potty training, and I saw that you put some three day like resource or some three day plan. Yeah, three days. What was it? I don't remember the name, <laughs> but if you look up Pinterest and do three day potty training, like tons of things come up, and like all these people that do their fancy little websites and everything mm-hmm. have all their little methods or. there's somebody that came up with this and I think somebody on that comment mentioned who the author was or who the person that came up with it was, but, um, they, from the gist of it, it's obviously been a few years say, you know, to do it in three days, you give them the juice, you give them that water, you make them drink, 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 Mm -hmm. but you stay close to that potty. You stay close to that. You know, you'll do little breaks at a time and say, okay, let's go to the potty. Let's go do this. You know, you stay home, though. Mm-hmm. You don't go anywhere. Don't do anything that's going to take you longer than five or ten minutes away. Because each kid kind of has a different size bladder. Right. With Shelby, she could go, like, two hours. But when I first started out with her, I was like, okay, every every 30 minutes okay. is, like, our first time. So we do the whole, okay, here's some juice. And in 30 minutes... Or water, or she would only drink juice or apple juice or water. Like, she was a picky kid. Oh, and milk. But that gives my kids some nasty parts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but then you set a timer. Always set the timer. As soon as that timer goes off, go, pee party! Or something, oh, you know, go. go into the potty. Don't make it not fun. Don't make it a chore. And you, those three days, you spend with your kid. Like, if you have to take three days off of work and stay home, like, I know, I know some women who did this. Like, they're like, okay, this week I'm taking off vacation time just to potty train. Right. It might be actually cheaper than buying diapers. It is. And it's so much, and it's really, really effective if you do it right, I think, Mm -hmm. because you can't just do parts of it. It's not going to be as effective. You have to go all up. You have to focus on, okay, 30 minutes. Oh, okay. You can make it 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. We can move the next one up to thirty-five minutes. You oh, know. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, by day three, you're like, okay, we're about, you know, an hour between potty breaks. But you gotta remember to let them know too to say, okay, let's go potty break. When they do have an accident, though, 
they're naked from the waist down, you know, and so they're they're not in a diaper. They're not even in pants because it seems like a lot of kids just kind of like yeah. they're used to it. They're used yeah. to that feeling. They're used to the so it's not a big deal, but they're not used to it like going everywhere and all over their feet and all over, you know, right. Shelby with her, she was sitting on the kitchen floor playing in the Tupperware cupboard and she started peeing and it puddled all the way around her. And she was <laughs> like, oh, and looked at me and she was like, ew, ew, you know, <laughs> that was it. She did not have any more accidents. Oh. We went to Klamath on the third day like, wow. and we were able to, do, I just stopped a couple of times on the way and no, we did not do diapers. We did not do pull-ups, nothing, because I was like, I, I just put mm-hmm. some layers of towels under her and was like, but Shelby was really good at talking. Mm. She was really good at communicating. She could do full-on sentences. And then she was only about um, like a year and three quarters when she got potty trained. Wow. Um, so she was fully potty trained by her second birthday. Wow. Natalie was a little bit closer. I mean, I had her potty trained on her second, but it, she was my second kid. I yeah. still had Shelby. We still had to go pick up Shelby and mm-hmm. things like that. So I didn't really do the full three-day method as thoroughly as I did with Shelby. And I feel like maybe that's what kind of made us take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But um, you got to look into it. Like, that's where, I mean, I'm just giving the bits and pieces. There's, there's a, a big research thing on it and it works if you do it right and yeah. really stick to it and you you can't do the diapers you can't do the pull-ups because mm-hmm. it it's comfort right for sure and they also rep, they like the age you got to know the maturity of your children mm-hmm. and if your child like you're saying like by one and a half is not fully you know if expressing they, their they words, can't say potty or mm-hmm. poo-poo, or... Right, and know what it means, mm-hmm. then they're not ready. Yeah. And, and that's a big point, is even though mom wants them to be potty trained, if they're not mature enough yet, it's not going to work. It's going to be a, a battle of wills. Yeah. And I feel the talking part is huge. The, mm-hmm. They've got to be able to communicate that, mm-hmm. you know, and because um, once they say, i got to go pee, it's now. Yep. Because um, that was one thing I remember. I had Shelby on the third day. I said I went to Klamath, and we were in, in Walmart, and she's on, Mama, I have to pee. And I was like, okay. I just left the cart, and we went running. you got to go, yeah. And, be, and I'm like, you know what? We're potty training people. Get out of the way. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go right now. But she made it, you know. And just I always brought spare. I still have spare clothes because accidents mm-hmm. happen. Yep. You know. So, um, but – I mean, an accident every once in a while is way better than having to change diapers all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And boys, like, I didn't do the three-day method, but I've heard about it through multiple different people. But mine was, like, when the kids were telling you, like, like I pee-peed or I did pee-pee or, you know, I have to pee-pee, that was, like, one of the first signs that maybe they're okay, they're ready. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, I would introduce like here's the potty and you you know you would go get the potty chair and the little potty chair and then the little seat for the chair and then you don't use them <laughs> um, but right. the, the kids are a little afraid though of that big hole and falling in the toilet so you do have to go for that but um you know i didn't ever do any of those extra stuff um and then, like, if they weren't ready right then and there, I'd bring it up a little later mm-hmm. and just keep going from there. But boys, 
you get them excited. Like you can put Cheerios in the toilet and they can sink the Cheerios or the goldfish or um, anything like that. The kids, the boys get super excited about that. Or I don't have drug neighbors. So I was like, let's go water the flowers. Let's go pee pee outside or if it's snow, let's turn the snow yellow. And they got really excited about that. But at nighttime, it's like a whole different story. It's cold. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, I did research it, and they were saying, like, bedwetting really isn't a problem until after they're, like, five from um, what pediatricians say. And they actually say it's not actually bedwetting until after they're five. So, um, yeah, I figured that what I'm going to do with Tomson so that we're not traumatizing him. And causing less sleep for everybody involved. Sleep is huge. Sleep is a big supporter of sleep. <laughs> yeah, is I'm gonna put them in pull ups, and then when I start noticing them in the morning the pull ups are drying, then we might try again. Mm-hmm. But to battle wills with a or just do the 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 sheet thing yeah. because then at least he's because you said he wakes up when he feels it. Well, after he's wet, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's a huge part of learning though. Mm-hmm. If he's at least yeah. waking up when he's wet, yeah, because you definitely like. Otherwise, you don't want him to get used to that, yeah. you know, so. I think um, he's still, you know, I mean, it's only been three months since we actually were potty trained. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's not. Yeah, he's know, just not fully there or something. Yeah, his muscle control may not so We always seem there. to go, like, camping or something right around the time, too, that we potty trained. Mm-hmm. And, or, like, right after, you know. And I would also, you know, at first still do the diapers at night or something. Not with Shelby because Shelby never, she was so easy. (laughs) She never peed the like bed because she had like dry diapers as a baby overnight. Like an infant she didn't, but like she just didn't pee at night. I don't know why. And then like she hated pooping, (laughs) like absolutely hated it. And so she would start crying before she pooped. And this was, like, before she could talk. And so I think she was, like, six months old when I first stuck her on the potty because I was, like, woohoo, we're not cleaning this diaper, (laughs) you know? And uh, it was so much less tears because I think she just, like, got grossed out by it. I don't know. But um, so her first – she was poop trained before she was potty trained. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because she would just cry, so I knew. But – but that goes to show that each kid is different. So different. Yeah. And I I think I'm a full advocate that don't battle with your children. Mm-hmm. It can't be a battle, Wills. Yeah, because then they're not looking forward to it. They think it's scary or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Of course, my kids love the bathroom because they never leave me alone in it. Yes. You will never <laughs> ever go potty alone again. No. But even going in the public, like, kids love to to find a new bathroom. Every single place you go, you yeah. have to visit the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, my computer is going to die, so this was really fun. But um, question of the night. Ding, 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 ding. Um, Pay attention. Yes. Um, so question for you would be. The question of the night, just to make sure you guys were paying attention, is what... Um, topic did Jennifer bring up um, about her son? What was her issues that she had? 
So once again, you can either email us the answer um, to the real mamas of yahoo.com, which is you know obviously the real and we spelled mamas in this one M-A-M-A-S. No apostrophes, no commas, no nothing like that. Um, or you can text it to um, 530-708-2922. And um, that'll get you your little ticket into winning this breast pump. It is a brand new, never used breast pump. Dual electric breast pump. And I, I think it's wireless even. I think you can oh. charge it and it's wireless. So. And it's, it's kind of, it's cute. It is cute. It's kind of like bluish. So if you're having a baby boy. Um, it's called a Zomi. Z-O-M-E-E. More care for mama and baby. And it's like digital. Mm-hmm. So um, where I had the Medela and it was like briefcase size, which was nice because I was pumping from work. Um, and I could bring all this like the storage things and stuff like that. Um, this one looks like it's got, um, you know, it's got all the little phalanges and mm-hmm. fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is really cute. So if you want to get your name in the raffle for that, you got to listen to three of our podcasts by February 13th, February 3rd. Oh, third. And um, like I said, email or text us, or you can message us on our Modoc Mommy Talk um, Facebook. Is it a group? Or it's a, a group. It's, it's a group. group. Yeah. yeah. And join our Modoc Mommy Talks. We have like 200 people, all because of Mandy, because she's the <laughs> in, I'm telling you. Whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, join the group, chat, bring up anything that you have issues with, because that's what we're here for. We're here for support. Ma, it takes a village. It takes a village. 